We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. This is an interesting song to play into our next segment here. Kevin Kalina is with us uh, to talk about February, and this song is a very optimistic song called The Sun Keeps on Shining. Yeah, I have to put my back for but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the doldrums of February and how nasty February is. So Kevin did this many years ago, and it went rather viral. February is the worst month of the year, but it's an honest month. It's a month that doesn't hold up life any better than it really is. I mean, look around here. These buildings, they, they look like they don't even have any lights in them during a work day. And uh, something great happened here, but it's over with. And that's the way February is. It is kind of that way. And Kevin went ahead and talked to a bunch of people with their feelings on February. He's with us in the studio. The thing about this that's fascinating to me is I'm doing, oh. I think I sent a message to you over the weekend. How are you? Good afternoon. Fine. Is that old, thing, though. you did that thing how long ago? Uh, well, I got to first point out, somebody has written in on your video segment, I didn't know Colleen was so old. Yeah. Because, what do you do at a Walgreens I, 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 Somebody actually said that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I can't speak for the so listeners. So anyway, I did that thing about seven years ago, and I'm sure the Chamber of Commerce hates it because it shows St. Louis looking like a desolate, slate gray, Soviet-era city. Right. You're on, like, the rooftop. It's all gray but and Kevin, common, right? I thought you had. I thought there was a concerted effort to not show too much St. Louis stuff. In other words, it's shot kind of lower. You don't show. You don't show the entire arch all the time. You kind of try to keep it. Well, there was a fog bank that day. Ah, that helped. And it was very spontaneous. I had to do these video things, and I parked on the top of the garage. Oh, this because, is like when we're being forced to do yeah, a bunch of videos by yeah. the company, right? And you know, uh, Bottomer and all the top executives had the good spot, so <laughs> yeah. I would go up to the top. <laughs> that sounds right. And I thought, oh, I should do something on February. And it went from there. It was uh, just a lot of pictures of people that looked like they they had itchy shins, and they needed <laughs> lotion, and their sort of their skeletal frame is trying to get comfortable. It's okay, just, but look, this thing has gotten. I just asked him this question at the the beginning of the shins. segment. How many views has this video now gotten? 
only only four million. It, four it, million. Well, Kevin, there's, there's, that is incredible. There's three hundred million people in the country, though. I mean, we still have to reach. <laughs> That's true. Rest. But I sent you a message over the weekend. Yeah. Um, we just had Jazz Sean from Hot Air. John Sexton from Hot Air did a piece on it. I've seen it in multiple publications where they refer to you, to Camelwax, and to this bit on February. So people really circulated it here in the past week, which is what gets it to millions of... And Alex Rich is here, by the way. I forgot to say yeah. hi to you. No, it's But no it's amazing how it's resonating. Now, it didn't take off. It's it's a little bit like the movie It's a Wonderful Life, Kevin, if you'll allow me the, uh, you know, the comparison. Because, you know, that wasn't well-received at first by audiences, and then it became a Christmas classic. Sort of like this. I don't think this took off originally, did it? No, it was ho hum. What are you going to do for me next? You know, <laughs> here we are, seven was years there, later. Was yeah. there something? No, this is a serious question. Though, was there something that got it going? Was there yes, one publication? The that Riverfront kinda... Times. Oh, it was. They them. did an article that said nihilist reporter gives <laughs> ode to February. <laughs> And I had to look up nihilist. <laughs> Wait, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And uh, it went from there. It began to catch on. But uh, there's something about uh, other people have had the same thought but never put it into words. Mm-hmm. That this is the month where you're running low. Nothing yeah. to look forward to. You got Ash Wednesday. You know, the only holiday that's designed to remind us we're all going to die. No no other month could hold that than February. Well, we we always talk about how, in in my mind, you know, maybe it won't be like this, but January, Mm -hmm. real fast. You know, now we're into February, and then it seems like February, which only has 28 days, right, most years, uh, is going to take forever. Forever. Right, Sue? Although a couple people in this room are taking some time off, so it might go quicker That's for them. That's my hope. I am not amongst them. Is it? You're, you're not? No, Fred and Sue are taking I hate it when they take time. And Fred's getting, like, super <laughs> clean. I don't know if you notice this pattern, though. You know, Fred's a guy. He works through the holidays. He works. He, he leaves vacation days on, on the yeah. table. That's not happening anymore. No. He's starting to take family vacations, yeah. like, in the middle of the year. He's yeah, going really. on a cruise. Yeah. I don't like it one bit. I've been encouraging him to do this for years, but I don't like it now that it's actually taking place, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Well, Fred has deserved it. He's He's been here since Reagan was in the White House. Yeah, I know he has. 1982. Right. Oh, exactly. Kevin. He he wrote That's back right. and said, sorry, Kevin, you just sound so young. Right. <laughs> well, that was yeah. a compliment. <laughs> That's a compliment. Yeah, well, it reminds me, my daughter once said, uh, I was waving to some kids on the lawn up the street. She said, Dad, don't wave to children. That's creepy. You're not that good looking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Don't wave is, to is children. Is that really a factor in what determines whether you should wave to kids? Was that I'll when think you had, about wait, it. Did you have the mustache at the time? I don't know. I, I'm guessing so. <laughs> I, just, I'm your whole mood today is so February, you know? It <laughs> really is. You know? You're like bad, bad luck Schleprock walking in here with like a big cloud over your head. <laughs> You're like Pigpen from... Uh, What's that, Charlie Brown? Yeah, that's from Charlie Brown. All right, well, we have to do Sue's News. If you're welcome to stay through Sue's News, Kevin. I just want to know one thing from Kevin. How do you how do you handle the thought that you're going to be best known for your ode to February than maybe badgering local government leaders? (laughs) Yeah. Well, internationally, Fred. Well, locally, yeah, internationally. locally. We, we played the audio yes. yesterday. He was he was asking some tough questions as mayor. he always does of Mayor Jones. Yes, that was good on this whole issue of uh, paying the aldermen double their salary. Well, right? My wife and I have had some talks about the the tombstone. What mm-hmm. do you think of this, Kevin Killeen, Mister February? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's awesome. Really, it would be. You it, are Mister February. Yeah, and maybe I could go out on a February day, and people would have you know. Like, pilgrimages there that say this was the one who predicted it. 
<laughs> pilgrimage. I feel like that would say. at least double the amount of videos. Sandwiches views. there. You'd have With at least chips. eight million views if Chip that happened, bags Kevin. Blowing all over. <laughs> all right. On that note, enjoy February. We got to do this. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. <laughs> and now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. On this day in history, 233 years ago, that would be in 1790, Fred. Yeah, that's right when I started. The, uh-huh. the U.S. Supreme Court met for the first time. That was in 1790 on this day in history. And this one has some music, Mark. This was just 59 years ago. This was in 1964 when Indiana Governor Matthew Welsh declared the lyrics to this song to be pornographic. Really? Yes. And why? I'll have to look up the lyrics Thank you now. for asking. I've got it for you. He called it pornographic because he couldn't understand them and called for a ban. Really? <laughs> so rebellious. Of course, every youth then, any child or teenager, went out and bought this uh, record. So the skyrocketed, the sales did. That's uh, it's real rough lyric. You know, I will say this. Hang on. This, what are the words here? Right here. Okay, I always thought it was there? oregano. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> I always thought it was we gotta go. I yeah, thought that's it was what we I gotta go. Okay, also. No, here's In the what lyrics it is. that I pulled up. It says me gotta, gotta go. go. I don't make that doesn't make any sense to me. Don't you hate that? It's like I've heard well, that song if you my hear whole, the whole life. Thing. Does, does that? Well, because he's talking about me going. He's going to find right. a girl. He right? is yeah. going. Me gotta go. But it's, 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 way, I right? think oregano is what it sounds like. I'm with Sue. It's oregano for <laughs> Thank sure. Thank you. I could never understand what that meant. Anyway, he called for a ban. The sales go up, and they had the FCC inspect it, and they concluded that the lyrics to Louie Louie were quote unintelligible at any speed. <laughs> <laughs> Me, God, I can't believe you guys got, we got to go out of that. I really did not. Let, I was let's way, also be clear, you off. got oregano. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I still think our lips are sealed was eyelids of seals. Thanks. Yeah. So there well, you go. see, but that doesn't make sense either, Fred, which is why you and I should uh, not be. They're really, and this is just being honest, there probably isn't, I wouldn't say every month, but every few months, there is a recognition on my part, even at this age, that I got lyrics wrong to a song. Like, I'll look yes. them up, I'm like, oh, man, oh, that wasn't what they said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally. That's just one that's been with me forever. And then this has something, too. 41 years ago today, that's in 1982 when Fred got here. <laughs> that's right. Late Night with David Letterman premiered on NBC. Was this the original theme? I don't know. I had Abby pull like it. it. What did it say, Abby? It says the David Letterman show theme, but that does That's not, not sound it. like the one. I didn't know what I was looking for, so I. Uh, <laughs> well, David this Letterman. Was the one that was most popular. Yeah, but he did a talk show yeah. in then, um, Columbia, Missouri, and that was. No, I have no idea. But th- this is. Maybe this was the original. I have maybe no idea. it was. Maybe they got rid of it after. I don't think it I don't was. think so, yeah. No. But uh, we tried. And that, <laughs> <laughs> that was in 1982. And then Conan O'Brien took it over when uh, Dave went to CBS later. It was later. the best. And Fred, oh, was so you, you were, Fred was a little older. Well, you were working here at the time. But that was my first year. 83 was my first year at Mizzou, right when Letterman was ramping up. And it was like, my, I, we didn't have, I didn't have a VCR in my dorm room, but I was in my room it was by 11 o'clock TV. or so it to was. watch that show. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
It really was. 1130, I guess, is when it was on. Gave away. The sponges. Actually, you know what, Fred? Was that show on? Was the David Letterman show on after? What did it come on after? After the Tonight Show. But so, but at that point, didn't the Tonight Show go ninety minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So it was a midnight show. Yeah. All right. I said eleven. And they, they did all the watermelons stunts through watermelons. They did a lot of dropping of things off of the building. What yeah. was the sponge thing? What was uh, the sponge thing? He, my brother sent him a painting once to try to get on the show. And did it he backfired. really? Backfired, and all he sent Letterman sent him said thanks for the keen painting. And he sent him a couple of complimentary sponges that said The Late Show with David Letterman. <laughs> that's ca- <laughs> Kevin, that's kind of great. Don't you think? At Super Dave, they would launch him in with the Velcro suit and he would stick to the wall. That was good I feel times. Like if Dave was still doing his thing, he'd probably have Kevin on for the February video. Well, Maybe. You know what? That's actually not out of the realm of possibility because they did like to pluck some of those things from no pop doubt. culture, right? Yeah. I oh. loved um, Chris Elliott. Oh, well, Chris, Chris Elliott was so good on there. Yeah. Uh, here are a few things to look forward to in February since we've got Kevin here. In sports, the Pro Bowl. Oh, come okay. on, come on. The Pro Bowl is this Sunday. Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and the Eagles is next And it doesn't Sunday. really count anymore. Wait, it's nobody not looks forward to the Pro Bowl. This actually may be well, a year that people look this forward to it. when they're doing tag football, yeah, flag right? Flag football. Flag football. Flag. Oh, okay. Aren't they doing some other stuff with it this year, though? Skills like the long drive or something? Yeah. They think they're. I no, think, I love it. They I think they're doing like a long ago. drive, right? Because people will now maybe pay attention. I'm the biggest football fan that you could find. You know that, Alex. Yeah. I would never tune into the Pro Bowl. Now I might. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. It You'd might actually be good. These guys hit a golf ball. So, so do you think they could keep it in the stadium? I mean, how far would it? I think I could probably drive it out of the I stadium. Think you could, right. Right. I don't know how that's working. I'm not familiar. I with don't that. know, so but what? Yeah. I but don't know the could, logistics they could definitely of it. Drive it out of the stadium. I love that that's what you're concerned about. And also, the <laughs> Daytona 500 is February 19th. Now, we've got the Grammys on Sunday. Whatever. Season 26 of South Park starts next Wednesday. I was just interested that it was season 26. We've got 80 for Brady. Oh, that just looks horrible. It looks terrible. Although, just I will awful. say this. Tom Brady posted this picture after the retirement uh, announcement of he, he, him being at the um, the 80 for Brady you know, premiere. premiere, and he's awkwardly standing with his hands, and he makes fun of himself. He goes, "What do I do with my hands at a movie <laughs> <Yeah>. premiere?" <laughs> so I got to give him credit for that. But uh, that movie looks worse than yeah. anything I've seen come along in a long time. The wig they put on Jane Fonda—it makes her it, is way too young for that. It's right. just well, you bizarre. lost me at Jane Fonda first and foremost, well, so that would go. keep me away. But. Titanic is returning to the theaters for its 25th anniversary on the 10th. Uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance, Abby and I may care about that, opens on the 10th. And the Abby's new shaking her head, no? Ant-Man no, and the Wasp. Yeah, I'm not going to it either. A new <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp movie arrives on the 17th. That looks really good. Is that, that, I was going to ask you, good. is it going to be good? And Abby was did watch Velma, which we found out on yes. Sue's News, which is the worst rated show pretty much of all time. And you watched it, and... Mm-hmm. That held up. It oh. was one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my whole life. Nothing was redeemable about it. I saw every single joke happen, and none of them made me well, laugh. Was it just oh. a was it episodic or? Yeah, yeah. So so far there's six episodes, and I thought there were only six episodes, but there's actually another one out. I think tomorrow night. Hmm. Are you um, stopping? Yeah, probably. Okay. Right. Wow, if Abby is stopping, <laughs> She's wasting people. no more time. Yes, and that's it. It just wasn't good. 
Nothing was good. Yeah. I, and it's Mindy Kaling. I, I don't know why that you one just... Abby, you lose America. Yeah, yeah that's true, Kevin. There we go. Kevin, that is 100% accurate. And finally, in Sue's news, we have today's random fact. Hmm. Which one to go? Let's do this one. The word hot became a synonym for popular or in demand around 1909. In the 20s, its meaning was extended to include sexual desirability, but it's been around as that since 1909. But even in the 20s, they tagged it with, um, uh-huh. she's hot. Yeah, yeah isn't that wow. crazy? She's I didn't hot. realize I it went back. Be, you know, just, Thank you. you got to be accepting of everyone. <laughs> they, they, them are hot, all those things. That's awesome. By the way, on the topic of language and the language police, I have a great um, topic on that coming up with Hayes and Alex. And Kevin, it was so great to see you here this Thanks, afternoon. Kev. Go track down Mayor Jones, okay? Got it. All right, we'll see it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I think this is how a lot of us started our morning. I actually woke up and turned Fox on, and I saw this first thing. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so uh, it won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay and i used mine up last year yeah he did but he went on to say that this time it's for good thomas edward patrick brady jr the goat born august 3rd 1977 and if you go to his wikipedia entry it says former 
American football quarterback who played in the league for 23 seasons. 20 of those with the Patriots. I do love the fact that, and and I am not a Brady hater, but I see all these people out there saying, ah, you should have given it up this year. He got to the playoffs, Mm -hmm. by the way. Mm -hmm. There were a fair number of NFL quarterbacks, um, 16 to be specific, that did not make it to the playoffs, right? Yeah. So I think he did okay, but Tom Brady sailing into the sunset. Hey, Hayes and Alex are here for our Wednesday afternoon, as they always are. How are you, Hayes? Doing good, man. It's just crazy to think. Tom Brady retiring from the NFL one year after he retired from the NFL. That's why it's kind of hard. Sue, Sue got angry because I said, fool you once. Fool me once. But I, I think no. he's out this well, time. He, is, because he, he, he has done. a $375 million deal with Fox on the line. Yeah, not too bad. Right. He's done. So what is the plan there? I don't know. Is he going to be well, it's a 10-year deal? Sean Payton just left right. Fox. Yeah, so, and Sean Payton, by the way, wasn't that good. Well, rumor Fox. has it that's going to be Brady's spot. Okay. Yeah, 10-year deal, 375 mil Jeez. Uh, to be the analyst for but, Fox. Okay, but in what role? The reason I asked specifically is because I know Sean Payton, by the way, he just took the job at Denver mm-hmm. uh, as head coaching, but he was in the studio. He was there doing the studio stuff. He wasn't necessarily doing games, right. was he? No, I don't think so. I think he was like when they throw it back to the to the studio at, at half or a pregame, whatever. Right. But I don't know what is, is Tom Brady going to be like doing Tony Romo type? Well, that's that's what I'm wondering. Um, well, you got to ramp up to that, don't you? I mean, then well, Tony, well, Tony Romo hopped right in and, and he was the big thing with him is he's always great at predicting the play. Like, well, for that's a while, true. That was just that was what was happening. There are no, people here, who are anti Romo and I tell you not. what it is. So who's been. Maybe this is why I – Kevin Burkhart is uh, the guy that's going to do the lead, and Brady's going to join him in the – Next uh, to it. Yeah. So he's going to be the lead fi- – so let's remember what we used to have until this year. It was Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was the mm-hmm. Fox lead game. That game in the right. afternoon, the biggest game of the week on Fox would be those two guys, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then they go to ESPN. They're doing Monday Night Football. So Kevin Burkhart had been doing this with Greg Olson. Greg Olson was not very good. I think Greg Olson was basically the placeholder there for <laughs> right, Tom Brady. Right, I think right. even Greg Olson realized that. And he said, okay, Brady's coming in. I'm going to be shoved out of these games well, that aren't very good. Um, so, yeah, you're right. A 10-year deal. And he's going to be in the booth, I well, guess. Well, you talk about the Greg Olson thing. It's funny you bring that up because we're, were you watching the game last? Were you watching the game this okay. week? Yeah, of course. Did, when it when it went to him on the screen, did it not look like he was playing himself in an SNL skit? A little bit, probably. <laughs> right? <laughs> he, he looks a little awkward in there, and I don't know. You, you have to have chemistry, and one of the things that I think we realize, even with Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet, Kirk Herbstreet does a pretty decent job on the college games. When he did those Thursday night games on Amazon, it didn't work. And I don't no. know if they're going to make any changes there, but there was not chemistry that just didn't work. It is what it is. Maybe he'd be fine. And again, he was fine on the uh, the Saturday night and the Monday night college games. It just didn't seem to be his comfort level. I I'm Maybe it's because we're broadcasters. I am of the firm belief that a good broadcasting tandem makes a big difference mm. in your enjoyment of the game. By evidence of the fact that it, you look at some of those NFL Network games that were on a couple of years ago when they were mm-hmm. exploring televising games, they were terrible. Right. They, it was it was uncomfortable to tune in and hear them call the games because they were bad. I have a funny story. Uh, I told Joe Buck this once. Uh, what was it, Bucks down there when it yeah. used to have the restaurant? J Bucks or J Bucks? That's what it was. And I said, every you know we have a drinking game, Joe. He's like, what? I said every time that Troy Aikman talks to you in the broadcast, 
and you look at the camera, we take a shot. Because did you ever notice that? Oh yeah, every single yeah, time they, Troy looking, would be talking, and he'd be—he like, doesn't look at one another. Then he looks toward the camera and he shakes his head. Yes, no, I can it. see it. I can flash back to that. You're and right. He didn't, he's like, "What? I never realized that." I'm like, "Oh yeah, we got wasted." Yeah, <laughs> because it's not like he's looking at Troy. He's like, "Oh, thank you, Troy," but I have to look on camera. And he shake does, my head. right? It, like Troy's just yeah. talking to him, and then he mm-hmm. goes, and then he looks and shakes his head at the camera. Yeah, every it's time. It's like he's agreeing. He's acknowledging the people behind the camera. Yes. Like, that are watching, like, right. hey, are you listening to this? Like, I'm <laughs> yeah, listening to this. Right. Man, I had to perfect that broadcast move when I was doing TV work for uh, Channel 8 when I was a journalism student because you would you would look into the camera and you'd pitch to a story, right? So think of who mm. were the lead anchors in the early 80s? Um, Tom Brokaw. So okay. let's think of Tom Brokaw, yeah. right? So Tom Brokaw is looking into the camera, but then when he pitches to the story, and I don't even think they do this anymore because it happens so quickly. Like, if Nora O'Donnell is doing the CBS News, she pitches to the the piece that whoever is going to do it in the field, it comes up right away. But what you would do back in the day, and I had to learn this from Brokaw, I'd be delivering the news. This was when, again, I was a student. And then you would just do a little bit of a head tilt to the monitor. (laughs) And the monitor might not have even been there, but you were acting like, in my case, the monitor was not there. But I would do a head turn as if I was looking at the story just faking people out. I got called out for that because I did an interview with some artist or something, and I totally did the Joe Buck thing. I was, like, interviewing the artist, and then I looked in the camera, and I was shaking my head. So, hey, well, it's an inspiration. So, so you'll appreciate this, too, and, and I'm, I, I don't I think I've ever admitted this. That. When I first started, when I came back to St. Louis in 2006, they started the show, I think it was around 2008, that they still have on Channel 4, Great Day St. Louis. And the 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 show I did movie reviews on that show for about ten oh, years. Okay, right? and it came to an end during the pandemic. I remember that when they first started that show, they had kind of a mix of hosts, and it was mm. um, a little bit of a hodgepodge. Carol Daniel, our colleague yeah. from down the street, she had a more of a full time role in that show, and I had done a fair amount of TV in in my career at that point, but I was never really a host and I was filling in as a host on that show. So my oh, role was okay. to do my role at the at the infancy was to do movie reviews. But when they had openings for hosting, I filled in. Okay. Never got paid a damn dime by them. Never <laughs> got sounds, but I wanted to do it. Right. I was doing it for the experience. <laughs> yeah. So I was um and I was on KMOX at the time. So I remember being rather uncomfortable on camera and when we would do segments, I would look like if I was somebody was asking me a question. Let's say Carol was asking me a question, Mm -hmm. right? I would look into the camera to answer the question. And I had a (laughs) listener that wrote an email to me one time, said, just ripping the crap out of me, right? Say, hey, (laughs) don't look at the camera, you dope. Look at the person. It was great advice. I never, I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right about that. I well, never did that again. Was she sitting next to you and you were looking at the camera <laughs> yes. instead of her? What so it, is well, happening? Like, it'd be like okay, this but, conversation you and Sue are having right now. Except but you'd be looking at Hayes. <laughs> okay, okay, that is so weird. You might say it's weird, yeah. but in theory, wait a second here. Okay, it is weird and it was mm-hmm. wrong, but. More people do that than you would think. I'm telling you. Well, you know what, Mark? I wonder if that's a holdover from you sitting at the anchor desk and doing that. It was. Yeah, and in a couch situation, you're just going to be normal. It's a two-shot. Right, but here's what's funny about that. I, I thought... In my mind, I was doing the right thing. I was, sure. hosting, I was well, looking at the camera. No one from the show said, "Hey, I was going to say somebody no, should have told you." It was a listener that came up and just mocked me for looking <laughs> oh, at the camera. Gosh. I said, "Yeah, you're right." It's, so it's uh, you know, it took me a long time to get used to the camera and doing camera stuff because we're in radio. And I was like, oh, you, "You should be a natural at it." I'm 
I'm like, no, I'm not. It's buying, not the same thing. Mic. And it took me a long time to get comfortable with a camera. Now with social media and stuff and phones it's, everywhere, it's, it's a lot easier. It's sometimes, you, yeah, you just, like Tom Brady, you don't know what to do with your hands when you're talking to Oh, that the camera. hands are the worst the, It's sometimes. like, what do you do? Because if you do too much with the hands <laughs> yeah, that up here, right? right, it doesn't look good. But then it's like you can't stand at your side. So you kind of got to meet somewhere in the middle here. I kind of keep right. them near my hips a little bit. Well, in radio, like, you're supposed to use your hands for emotion. I remember in like, in school, they're like, you got to use them. I, so I use my hands you. a lot. Don't right. I, Sue? Yeah. I think I do. Yeah, because when I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I'm a hand user for sure. So, <laughs> so do you think Tom Brady's going to be a good, like, is he going to be? That's a good is he gonna question. Because he is, let's be honest, he's kind of a an awkward guy. I'm going to tell you where, uh, where I seen. might have an issue with Tom Brady, and we'll see if the broadcasters in the room agree with this. Man, I, I think his... His voice and delivery would be challenging for me mm. to listen to for a whole game. Maybe not, though, because I've never heard him what do it. What are you basing that on? But he Hearing the, him talk. Yeah, he okay, you, want to, you want me to play yeah, something? Yeah, let me, have, let me hear <laughs> something. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring. He sounds like good. Brad Pitt. Mono a little bit. I know of. the process. I don't know. It's just. It, I don't think that was bad. He has no excitement. Uh, not that he's going to be excited about retiring, but. Yeah, yeah, he's not a lot of like, he wins the Super Bowl. He's not that's emotional. How, well, like, that's how he sounds yes. when he wins a Super Bowl. That's my point, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Cause I, and I am a huge Romo fan. I think Romo yeah, was I like a, Romo. And if he's we're animated. not mistaken, yeah. you know, when that all got announced, everyone was like, they're doing what? Right. They're going to throw Tony <laughs> Romo into this booth with no experience? And he didn't have, I don't think he had the greatest first year because you had to get comfortable in there, but that guy is a good I analyst agree. in the yeah. booth. He does a good job. He provides, and this is what Brady would do. He's going to provide insight that a but lot of right. people wouldn't. For 300, what'd you say, 75 million? Yeah. Uh, they're going to give him a little more feedback than they did for you at Channel 4. <laughs> so hopefully they'll kind of, you know, kind of uh, get him up a little bit higher. You poor thing. Had I seen that, I would have called you immediately. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did feel, you know, I, I felt, but I felt very appreciative of the listener too. Telling me that I never did tell that. Yeah, that, that was very. Good. That was I what. That was what the budget got him back then. A, a free <laughs> listener's <laughs> advice. Well, I also wore terrible. This was like in the transition period from suits that were a little bigger fitting yeah. on men to more you know tailored suits. Yeah, sure. and I if you go back and you look at some of the uh, the video from the two thousands, I did a show in Milwaukee as well. I wore these big baggy suits. suits. And it just wasn't a good look. Finally, you know, men started dressing, I think, a little bit better yeah. in form-fitting. All right, guys, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees came out today. The way they mm. do this is they release all these names, some of which have been released before, and then you have to vote and narrow it down and stuff. Hayes already shaking his head. Wait, you don't like this whole process, <laughs> no, I, do you? It, it's just ridiculous. They think they should... Re- all right, they should rename it. You, don't you think? I mean, everyone's losing the music their minds. popularity Hall of Fame. There you go. Okay, right. right? M- Missy Elliott, love Missy Elliott. Oh, I'll start right. with that. Willie here. Nelson, love. Him. Well, I haven't heard him. Let me. I want to hear that. All right. Well, Missy Elliott is. I think back on the list. Wasn't she there maybe before? I don't know. I mean, this when I think rock and roll, and I really want to jam, <laughs> especially to some distorted guitars and power pop. This is what I listen to. Ah, uh, so here's Cindy Lauper. Gonna, I'm going to throw the flag mm. on Cindy Lauper. I don't think. What, tell couple, me where she belongs in the Rock and Roll. A couple, how songs. many? How many? It, not not many songs. Well, this she had one. a fair number of hits, but yeah, I, I don't. She had a lot. I mean, well, you're right. She was of her time. She, but she also did that ad a couple of years ago that was more popular than still a lot of those songs too. I think, right? Yeah, that still put running. her back on the map a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't mind Cindy Lauper. Me and I think she's had a lot of success with Broadway, right? Over yeah, the years, but she has. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no on that. Uh, George Michael. 
Nice. This is, I love George Michael. I think you got to have him, right? Yeah. You got well, to. How are you Alex, gonna, no, you got to have, gotta have faith. faith is what you got to have, right? <laughs> okay, let's make the case for George Michael. Why? Oh, yeah. he's an incredible pop star. But see, I see what Hayes is yeah. saying by rock and roll. Is it rock and no, roll? No, but you can take that out of it because it doesn't matter. All right, let's just look at pop star. You're right. I mean, if you think about the 80s, and I was doing music yes. radio in the 80s, he was a monster president. I think he yes. had a lot of influence on the pop. Now, is Wham, is Wham in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Do you think so, Hayes? No. I don't think so. I don't know. I would doubt it. No. Yeah, I would doubt it. I just it. can't imagine. They, it was too bubblegum and it wasn't. Uh, How about this? And I think there's a lot of there's a lot of love. For, well, I think there should have been a lot of love for Kate Bush. I was a big Kate Bush fan in the 80s. But this, they had the resurgence on Stranger Things, obviously. Yeah. The song we, went ginormous we around the. You we played, played it on Y98? Over and so over and this, over. So is this, all this, to, it, the, this song going big is what it took to no, get her nominated? Well, or how did this work it, out? I think it, it helped. Quite coincidental, right? Yeah. yeah, right. It was well, the second biggest song of the summer. The yeah, but in song. fairness, I think people have been uh, pushing for Kate Bush for a while. Okay. It wasn't like she just came out of the clouds. Okay. That, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Rage. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Bang my head against uh, yes. the wall. You know, that's what Hayes to loves, that kind of music. That's you, are you into the... Yeah. Oh, he loves yeah. it. I love it. Really? I love it. Head banging. I want to see Rage. I want him to get back together. Zach De La Rocha, I want to see it all. I feel like Hayes used to go and hang out in mosh pits. <laughs> yeah, I did. What other bands, like, <laughs> name some other bands that, that are... Because I, I can't do the real heavy stuff. Uh, just... I, I can get into it all day. Soulfly, uh... Corn. Yeah. You think corn should be in there? No, no, he, I no, just I'll asked him which band. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, Willie anyway. Nelson's there again. I mean, I suppose by any definition, you'd have to put Dolly Nelson. Dolly is he not in there? Dolly no, Parton was in there. there. So do they Willie... have a country music hall of fame, too? I think they do. Yeah, of course they do. Uh, they just have a music weird. hall of fame. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have music for everything. There's also Iron Maiden, uh, yeah. Joy Division, New Order. I would vote Ooh, for Iron Maiden. Ooh, I, I would like Joy Division. See, back in the day, Hayes, Iron I, that, I liked metal back in the day. But metal back in the day, and I wouldn't put, I don't think Rage is in metal category, are they? Mm, Technically. New metal. Yeah, new metal. But mm. old metal had melodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go True. This, the, the, song, <laughs> the songs had melodies. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a disconnect with me with new metal. Uh, Soundgarden. The Spinners, Sue. Ooh, I love the Spinners. Is it a rocking? tribe called Quest? Nice. Uh, the White Stripes, and here's one that I would absolutely vote for is Warren Zevon. I had a little Warren Zevon oh, bumper music the other Warren day. Zivon. I like Warren tribe Zivon. called Quest, and that's hip hop right there. That's the roots right there. Oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, for sure. Uh, I can't remember exactly when all these things get voted upon, and then they have that final category that Dolly was voted in on, and she said, please don't vote for me, I don't belong, and then she's like, okay, if people are going to vote for me, nope. I think I'm in. Well, yeah, she, she's always worried about the fans. How does it work? Because, like, is it like baseball, you have to be out of music for however many years? How do they decide if you're, how do they decide if you're eligible? Uh, I, can't, in. I can't give you all of that right now, but here's what I can, I can give you a better, um, a better answer than that. It's all politics, okay? There are certain people that are just not <laughs> going to get go. into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're just not based on some of the things that have happened in the past. But if you go to vote.rockhall.com, you can actually vote currently for all of these um, fan favorites right now. Cindy Lauper, by the way, is leading the way wow. with fan votes right now, I think. To be eligible, an individual artist or band must have released its first commercial recording at least 25 years prior to the year of nomination. Oh. I didn't know that. I'm casting a ballot right now. Are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you putting Cindy Lauper on oh, it? <laughs> my my browser is not supported and should be updated. There so apparently, <laughs> apparently I am Story not doing life. that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I got to take a break. We're coming back with more in a minute. Hang in there. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Right, it is a Wednesday afternoon. That's not so great because it's not Thursday or Friday, but we're getting close. Yeah, we're so getting we're there. Home the, stretch. Yeah, we're going to take the wins where we can get them. Um, Alex, Rich, and Hayes dropping in on a Wednesday afternoon, although Alex has a friend. <laughs> his best friend is Vic Oladipo in the NBA, and he's going to see Vic play against the Nets. He plays for the Heat, so he had to jump an airplane. He goes, hey, can I slip out? To, okay, <laughs> that fine. That is so this exciting. Dude, that, he, I wonder if he ever just takes a break. He's traveling all the time. He really is. <laughs> or doing something. Well, he's a young man. He's yeah, got a lot of energy. Good so, point. Hey, there was something, and I, I posted this today on Twitter, and I've, I've said this a few times recently on the air and also on social media, that it is increasingly difficult. I'm not joking around about this. Increasingly difficult to distinguish satire and parody from the real thing on Twitter in particular because there's mm-hmm. some very clever Twitter accounts out there mm-hmm. that have gotten me in the past. So I see this, this post today, and honestly, I think it's real. I do think it's real. Because this guy who posted it, Jeremiah Algang, and I don't know who he is, it says here that he is a tech and business CMO of something called um, Rely Network Associates. He's a speaker. He loves Airstreams. It says CrossFit and Sushi. That's what is, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't say he, him, or she, her, or anything like that. But the dude has 250,000 followers oh. on Twitter. Hey, does that always confuse you? You see someone uh-huh. that you've never heard of, and then they have like a billion followers. Oh, I do. Unless they buy fake followers. Mm-hmm. Well, that could happen too. But so he tweets this. He says, I didn't even consider my language. I've used the phrases on the left too often. So somebody named Anna Taylor posts this, and it's a... Um, it's a picture, a screenshot of evolving from violent language. Okay, mm-hmm. violent language. All right. Mm. For example, I'll give you an example here. We're going to pull the trigger. We're going to pull the trigger. Uh, Inappropriate. You got to say we're going to launch, which is dumb, by the way. Oh, um, okay. I'll take a stab at it. I'll take the first pass at it. This is real. Okay. <laughs> Did we jump the gun? No, no, no. Did we start too soon? I've actually stopped myself from saying that in, well, in situations. What's have that? we jumped the gun? Or And what was the other gun reference, the first one? Did we pull the trigger? Yeah, did, could we pull the trigger wow. on that? Now, I, I stopped myself from saying that. I should take that back from typing that in social media because I thought, I don't uh, want to hear about it. Right. Oh, I see. So here's an I'll bite the bullet. I won't avoid it any longer. What? No, no one's going to say that. That'll kill two birds with one stone. I say that all the time. Of course you do. That's what most normal people do. (laughs) But you're supposed to say that'll feed two birds with one scone. No. Are you serious? Now I think this is parody, right? Feed two birds with one scone. Okay, here's here's what I'm starting to think. And I honestly, I can sit here, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I think that the the meme itself is made up. This is what I'm going to go with. But the people posting it think it's real. Because there was somebody <laughs> else course. that I posted on this that was weighing in. Um, Keith Townsend said, I've tried to be more conscious about my language, but I've missed many of these. Now, I think Keith is being serious. And I, I tweeted out, I said, well, the responses are awesome here. How would you like to be forced to spend time with these types that say like a party or something like that? That would, <laughs> that would just be torture. But I'm being serious when I say I don't know. And Hayes, I don't know if you've seen these. There are things out there that really 
are trying, I think, to fool people in clever ways because yeah. of satire that I've been taken by recently. Like really the onion. Have. have you ever seen the the Reddit thread, Reddit, not the onion? And it's actual real stories that no, you would think would belong on no, the onion? Wow. I'd say that the, the better, the version of this that's great right now is the Babylon Bee. I've posted a bunch of stuff um, from the Babylon Bee that is the modern day Twitter version, if you will, of mm. the onion. Mm-hmm. You know, we, a lot of us grew up with the onion and then the Babylon Bee comes forward with, uh, with all these news stories that are recent and they just mock the living daily. Are you familiar with the Babylon Bee? Not. You're not? Mm-mm. So here's, here's one from today. Let me give you a perfect example. And I do think that people see these sometimes and they don't realize it's satire. The Babylon Bee tweets this out today. New Netflix series on Tyree Nichols beating to feature white officers. Obviously, there's clear satire here on a very serious story. Uh, Netflix announced they have acquired the rights to tell the tragic story of Tyree Nichols' death at the hands of five black police officers. Leadership at the streaming giant confirmed the police officers will be portrayed by white actors. While we know the five officers who killed Nichols were factually black, it is also clear that they were morally white. Netflix VP of Inclusion Verna Myers said, Since TV is a visual medium, we want to convey to the viewer that these officers had the invisible spectrum of white supremacy flowing through their veins. Now, the, the way that The Onion was made very popular is because they were brilliant at this. Very mm. biting satire. That's what the Babylon Bee gotcha. does. They're, when you can't tell the difference, and maybe this is why I should give credit to some of these folks out there on Twitter, um, like one of them is Anne Lesby. That, that's her name, mm-hmm. okay? And if you go, let's see if I can find, because she's become very popular lately. Anne Lesby, PhD. It says she, her, um, and it's just a parody account. There, there's nothing oh, real so about she, it. But she, but she posts things that that seemingly are very real and real in the sense that woke people would That's say it. so it says like if you go to and i i i fell for this because one of the things that she tweeted out is um obese is the new n-word obese is the oh. n-word for fat people i fell for that hook line and sinker i thought it was a real account well, right I mean, yeah because the woke people might say that, but if you go to Ann Lesby, PhD, she, her, um, it says head of gender studies, ACL University, anti-racist fetus author, one-eighth black neurodivergent, typical non-binary, semi-trans lesbian who dates men, vegan plus mentor, essay, tire. So basically, it's completely satire. Right. And if you dig in, but this person now, I'd love to know who it is. I honestly don't know who it is. All right. And when I... When I found that tweet from a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember how many followers, 180,000 followers on this account right now. Wow. Mm. Here's one. When children are not provided with information about transgender identities, they often never realize that they are transgender or seek to transition. This is why it is imperative to introduce children to these ideas at a very young age. (laughs) So, I mean, again, she is joking. It's satire, or whoever this is. Right. But people are falling for it. Anyway, Hayes, great to see you. You too, buddy. We'll talk next Wednesday. Have a great week and the rest yes, of your uh, weekend as well. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.